This is Mike Bursell, voice of the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Living with the Land. Welcome to a voyage of discovery and awareness of the richness, the diversity, and the often surprising nature of the Mickey Dudes podcast. Ohana means family. Family and Mickey Dude podcast means nobody gets left behind. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined tonight by our Mickey Dude commentator from Miami, Florida, Michael Fernandez. Good evening from the Sunshine State, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I can say that too. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to officially announce now that I am a Florida resident. I've been waiting because I was trying to uh, make sure I was gainfully employed before I actually decided if I was going to stay or not. But uh, Michael and I are going to be your boots on the ground in Walt Disney World from now on. I actually am living very close to... uh, the Epcot Gate, I live basically across the street from the Gaylord Palms Hotel right now. So here's to a new chapter in my life. Yeah, and from a, from an actual uh, born local, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to the state of Florida. It's an adjustment. Uh, honestly, there's still a lot of trepidation and there's a lot of fear, but it's something that... I have to at least try. A lot of people think that it's the mouse that's really brought me down here. The mouse is part of it, obviously, uh, and Universal and all that. But uh, I think it was just New York City was just getting way too expensive and I needed a change anyway. I needed something a little bit, uh, I'm not going to say quieter because it's a different type of fast pace around here in terms of... uh, the roads are still just as crazy in New York City, so that's a nice little plus for me. But, uh, you know, I walked out of my apartment in New York City and I saw uh, into my neighbor's window because they never closed the blinds. I walk out of my apartment here, I see a lake with a beautiful fountain, you know? Little things like that. It's a more laid-back culture around here. Yes, I'm noticing you know, that too. It's so. a different... It's a different vibe. You know, even if you come down South Florida where it's a lot more hectic than in Central Florida, it's a more laid back vibe than uh, most of the country. That is definitely something I have to do. I've never been in South Florida yet, so that's part yeah, of what I need to down. do. And, uh, it's I a need... culture shock. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's definitely a culture shock. Well, from New York City and everything, I don't think it'll be that much, but. Yeah. I think it's, it's just, definitely. I definitely want to see a different way of life and everything. So I'm looking forward it's to such, that. Florida is such a melting pot of uh, just like New York, just like California. It's such a melting pot of nations and stuff. So that's why you know we don't have great pizza, but we have great Cuban food and great uh, Mediterranean, uh, not Mediterranean food, sorry, but like Caribbean food and stuff like that. So that's what you know. I love about Florida. Actually, speaking about Mediterranean food, I found that there's a little bit north of north of Orlando, there's a very high uh, Greek population, which I kind of want to check out a certain neighborhood that uh, an Uber driver was telling me about and some of the restaurants over there because 
I came from the largest Greek population outside of Athens, so that'll be a nice taste of home for me. So, what uh, what neighborhood is it? Honestly, on top, off the top of my head, I can't think of it. I have it written down somewhere, uh, but let me see if I can find it. Of course, my phone is going dead right now. I wrote it in notes of the phone, so I'll get back to you on that one. But again, welcome. Cheers. Welcome to the state of Florida. Thank you. And now I have more excuses to wear my Disney shirts than because I usually never really wore them around uh, out in public in New York. So although I am seeing that the locals really kind of just ignore Disney when they're not there. So, yeah, it's a side. uh, It's a side piece. It's like the side chick. Yeah. So I might have to still do that, but I'm going to be spending a lot more time in the park so I can actually keep those shirts in regular (laughs) What is the word? Um, rotation. Yeah, and you're here just in time for the best time of year here in Disney parks and in Orlando, and that's the fall season. Yes, yes, it is. I'm looking forward to uh, many times going to Epcot for dinner at Food and Wine. You know, yep. a little bit of a kiosk here, a kiosk there. One one day at a time, almost, almost like one week at a time, one kiosk at a time. It's so long nowadays that you could literally do that. I one... probably, considering where I am, I probably can do that. One week, one kiosk, everything on the kiosk, you know. Yeah, well, I am making I am making a teacher's salary in Florida right now. Exactly. So yeah. That's yeah. not going to happen at the moment. I'm two, definitely two gonna... items. Two gotcha. items. That's what I limit myself to. <laughs> I am definitely going to have to find a side gig. I would love yeah. to be a cast member, but the problem is Disney wants three days a week for part-time cast members. And as a teacher, five days a week, I can't uh, guarantee that. So I can see you as a bus driver. Yeah, I can, I can see myself doing that too. It's, it's, just the, uh, it's just the time constraint of, you know, they, they schedule you for Tuesday morning at 7 a.m., you know, they don't yeah. want to hear, oh, sorry, I have to actually work my full-time job. Yeah, no, there's no excuse for them. Yeah, so that's the only that's the only issue. Possibly over the summer, I might get myself a job as a front-of-the-line cast member. And then mm-hmm. um, just to kind of have something on my resume that I said it, and then see if I can go seasonal after that, because I would love to maybe make magic for guests at one point, but... That's going to be something that's going to be further along down the line. I mean, I guess maybe after uh, after I get settled, I'm thinking after the uh, probably after the holiday season, so I can go home and see the family and everything. I might try to get myself a uh, little job and a side gig in a hotel, like I've done for the last twenty years. So, yeah, plenty of hotels done over there. Exactly. So. It's yeah. a new adventure. Plenty I'm of looking forward to uh, being able to uh, connect with uh, my friends down here, connect with any listeners who might want to maybe meet up at times. So should be fun. All right. So and with that, let's have a little bit of a uh, word from our sponsors. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller okay, in Michael, the world? Have you had a chance Who has 90% to, uh, of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? 
who has 95 oh, years of combined Disney yes, Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC really since 1993, original who has over $360 million uh, in sales of DVC. Really the answer, my friends, is the same for any every Disney single question. Smile. It's DVC uh, resale market. Unique. If you're in the market Definitely for buying Disney Vacation Club a, or have any questions about DVC, look. then look no further than DVC yeah. Resale we'll Market. Be, we'll be Nick, Kevin, out and the whole team um, will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look the at their website for some great information, uh, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like yeah, to thank DVC I mean, Resale uh, Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVC Resale Market. And then everybody kind of just, you know, you get those little, I like your shirt and everything. Whether it's yeah. the first sip of French toast at your Disney resort yeah. or the Not grand finale of a signature dining I'm experience about, I'm at a about restaurant when you have a like Le Cellier, Disney oh, yeah, Shake yeah. Go, or the California the, Grill, the cast Joffrey's coffees make Disney like memories yeah. more magical. It kind of Why not savor that Disney a vacation magic, just so. a little bit longer you while enjoying you, a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort like in the of your own home? The, 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 Visit Joffrey's, the, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, like, hey, online you today to at joffreys.com. Yeah, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. More about their online involvement in Disney and then... I've had many conversations like that, and I've actually pulled in many listeners to the Mickey Dudes podcast that way. So, yeah, it is definitely a talking point. Speaking of talking points, uh, tonight uh, Michael and I are going to talk about uh, two experiences that we recently had. Uh, one was a brand new experience I just had, and the other one is one that uh, it's been around for about a year now. Uh, this is its second year in operation, but it's definitely something worth talking about because it is a lot of fun i experienced it uh, and then a few weeks later uh, michael experienced it and what is that michael uh that's uh typhoon lagoon's h2o glow nights they are offered up to sometime in uh, mid august i, I want to say uh early september oh they've 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 actually uh i believe so i mean i don't have my uh let me look that up real quick but i'm i'm pretty sure it was early september they have been popular so if they have actually um ended up uh extending them that wouldn't surprise me at all generally they're on thursday nights and saturday nights and you can they go from 8 to 11 you can enter the park at 6 uh, so they're basically like a, a halloween party or a christmas party or one of the after hour events the only difference between the uh, between H2O Glow and like the premium parties or the after-hour events is it's a cheaper ticket, so they don't actually include any type of snacks or novelty items yeah. with it. Um, well, you do get a novelty item. You get a, you get like a glowing a glow, bracelet. Yeah, a glowing bracelet. Yeah. Um, the event's offered May 30th through August 24th. So, yeah, practically almost September. I mean, you know, it almost made it all the way through. I wonder why they actually haven't brought it all the way straight through to um, basically mid-September. Because it's still going to be major uh, hot summer weather in September for Florida. Shoot, they they can almost bring this all year around. Sometimes we get... We get uh, Octobers that are 86, 87 degrees outside. 
Now, which one? I think Typhoon Lagoon is the first one to close, though, for refurbishment. Uh, is that isn't I that? Believe... Usually, I think that usually happens in October. The the refurbishment, the yeah. the what is it like a two month long refurbishment yeah. or something like yeah. that? I thought it was Blizzard Beach that was the first one to close. Really? Okay. I, I could have sworn. I, I'm not sure because one of them is open during winter break. I know that for sure. Yes. I don't know which one it is because I remember when I was over there during winter break, the we were like, oh, let's get a water park ticket because it was like 80 something degrees out, and the only one open. I forgot which one it was, but I know there was one open. As a matter of fact, I have not been to Blizzard Beach in like about two or three years. I got to do that one of these days. Uh, I'll be honest with you. The last time I went to Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach before this event, I was nine years old. Really? I'm 25 now. So, yeah, it's been a while. So, this has been the first time I've been to a Disney water park since probably the early 2000s. Cool. Yeah, so it was a great event. I mean... It's a great way to really experience the water parks. Uh, I mean, well, just Typhoon Lagoon. They don't offer it at Blizzard Beach just yet. Uh, now, I had a friend who was a cast member explaining one of the reasons why they don't uh, offer anything at uh, Blizzard Beach is because Blizzard Beach is not equipped with proper lighting to do a nighttime event. That's what I, I figured that. Yeah. Because I feel like this one doesn't even have proper that proper lighting it was very dark really i thought it, i thought it was kind of dark i mean it was well lit but it was like but then again that's a topic for another day that i've been talking about with people for a really long time disney parks at night there's sections of disney park that are extremely dark well i just assumed that they would were, were doing that for the effect of the whole neon. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, oh of course of course but it, i'm just there was just some sections that were it was well lit for being a water park. I'm surprised they had that much light. But they also do the surfing early in the morning. That that, that might be why. That makes sense, especially if it's really early for the surfing lessons and yeah. sun hasn't quite come up yet, so they need to use they need to use the floodlights. So yeah. So um, some of the specs on this event: it's fifty nine dollars a day, uh, well per ticket, uh, and you can get in as early as six o'clock. But if you're there at 6 o'clock, remember, day guests are going to be there. So you're going to be mingling with day guests. But uh, we got there at 6 o'clock. I don't know what time you got there, Dave. What time did you end up showing up? I ended up there around 8. I knew that around I, can get in, I knew I can get in earlier, but it was just uh, the way the day was going. It just that was not going to happen. Yeah. See, since we didn't never had experience. Well, my wife had never gone to a Disney water park. Okay. And I. Uh, I haven't experienced one in a really long time, so I figured let's get there early and let's try to experience everything as like and then be able to enjoy the party. Now so, here's the question. Did you find a lot of day guests in there? Because I usually find that most day guests at the at the water parks are kind there's kind of like a mass exodus at three o'clock. Uh, I would say the longest I waited for something at six o'clock was uh Crush and Gusher, which was five minute wait if that really yeah it was insanely empty uh everything uh well the most i waited was actually during the event for was it mayday falls no what's the family raft ride team boat uh, springs team boat springs team boat springs was dude that was like a 25 minute wait it was bad it was 
and it's only two of us going, so I, I kind of figured, yeah, it was going to be a long wait, but uh, Team Boat Springs was well, 25 minutes. I'm trying to think. Are you talking about the one with the uh, animatronic parrot? No, that's uh, Misadventure Falls. Okay. That one was only like a five-minute wait. We got in line and we got right on at 6 o'clock, too. See, during the party, it, took, it was a 10-minute wait for us. Yeah. Um, also, key thing, if you get there at 6 o'clock, they do have specialty drinks, specialty food, uh, specialty, like, events going on for the party. None of that starts until 8, like, 05. Like, the food and stuff starts at 7.30. The DJ starts at, like, 8 o'clock. So if that that's just a forewarning. I know if you go to any of the parties Disney's throwing, if you're going to show up at the early time, you're not getting any party stuff. You're just there to be there early. But you're still in Disney. Of course, yeah. You're still having a good time. You're going to be able to enjoy attractions. This is absolutely uh, true. Dave, what? Um, how was your crowd level? Because yours was an AP event, correct? No, mine wasn't an AP one. It was just, it was a regular uh, H2O Glow. Oh, a regular H2O. Okay, yeah. okay. Because I could have sworn. Uh, okay, they don't. They do an a, they do an AP event for H2O Glow as well. They have. They've done some. Actually, they do a they do a Moonlight Magic DVC. DVC, yeah, that yeah. one's coming up soon. Yes, I believe that's in September at sometimes. Correct. Yeah. As a matter of fact, our friends over at uh, Three Sheets of the Mouse uh, will be uh, going to that one for their uh, big summer blowout. Yeah, I'll be missing that by a day. Gotcha. Can't, oh. As a teacher, you can't take off the like first couple weeks of school uh, with so many days. Yeah. Nice thing about that is I can actually go to work and then uh, afterwards for the whole weekend party with them. I'm gonna miss the yeah, exactly. I'm gonna miss the morning of going to they're planning to, to do extra magic hours in uh, Galaxy's Edge, but uh, by that point I'm not gonna need to go to Galaxy's Edge because uh, Saturday I have my first preview with uh, with my uh, my cast member friend who uh, is an independent contractor who was able to um one of three that they were able to bring so correct i'm okay, actually cool. very excited about that i get to go to the planet of batu from yeah. uh, it's quite an adventure let me tell you yes uh from i believe three to seven. Oh my gosh and that's then, like plenty of time yep. too. uh the only thing is uh it, the cantina and the uh what is it? The lightsaber uh, experience uh, is only going to be a workshop. Yeah, it's only going to be a walkthrough. They're not going to actually be operational for this. So. Which is kind of cool, actually, if you really think about it. Because Savi's workshop, you have to pay to get in in order to even walk in. I didn't even see Savi's workshop because I ain't paying $200 unless I can take the lightsaber home. I was flying. I'm not going to fly a lightsaber home. So. You can't walk into Sabi's workshop unless you pay. So you're getting a walkthrough. I think that's really cool. You know, that's I didn't even think of it that way, but wow, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, the droid shop, you could walk through anytime. Uh, the cantina, you need a reservation, but I, I, I've said it many times, the cantina in California, um, I think we're going to do the cantina a lot better here. Okay. I, I just... That's just my. That's a story for another day. Uh, 
a little bit more about H2O Glow? Yes. Uh, before that, though, do you have an AP uh, preview? I do not have an AP preview. Oh, and, wait a minute. Uh, you have a gold. I have a... No, actually, I downgraded to silver okay. this year. Okay, gotcha. There is a... Uh, uh, there may be a plan to hit a overseas park. Understandable. Next. Okay. So. Yes. More on that later. Yes. Okay. So that makes sense. I have my uh, AP uh, preview on the 17th of August, so... And that nice. one... I just got the ride in the land. I wasn't able to make my, a, get anything for the rest of it. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy guy picked that one up as well. Uh, we were emailing each other back and forth on trying to get uh, AP previews for each other, and because uh, I was gonna just walk, like leave work at three o'clock, drive, do the preview, and drive back and go back to work the next day. But I was like. I already did the land. It's not worth the AP preview. I'll just do the 6 a.m. wake-up call with three sheets. I think with that one, though, I, I think that they are only letting people with the APs bring AP guests. Oh, with, oh only with... Uh, you had to have correct? a premier annual pass. Yeah, even I for figured. your plus, Even for your plus one, they had to have them. Wow. Yeah, so... That's insane. That's crazy. Because I remember Pandora wasn't like that. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. All right, back to H2O Glow. So, um, what did you overall do you think 50, what was it, 54 with annual pass discount was worth what you paid? For the for the amount of for the lines or the lack thereof, yes. It was definitely oh, yeah. it was definitely worth it to be able to go to a water park at night and not have to put on sunblock. Right there, mm-hmm. that's a plus two. Because I, I hate the feeling. Contrary to everybody, was everybody's been thinking, you know, oh, well, you must be, for, you know, you're still on summer vacation. You must be going to the parks a lot this um, this mm-hmm. month. Honestly, I really haven't been going. to This morning, I was planning, like, I was planning to actually get up and go to the Magic Kingdom for a while solo and just kind of just relax for a bit over there and just kind of have, just kind of just take in the sights and just kind of do it slowly i walked out of my i walked out of my house getting ready to to, uh uh, to uh what's the word uh rope drop it rope drop it yeah the trek yeah and i just felt the heat i felt the humidity getting higher and higher and i'm like you know what this is not worth it yeah and this summer is the humidity it's not even yeah. hot. It's just the humidity has been so bad. Honestly, I just went right back to bed and slept in. And then by the time I got by the time I got up, it was about uh, it was mid morning, and it was already the heat index was already reaching over hundred. I'm like, yeah, I uh, made the right decision. I had yeah. a, I have a whole bunch of IKEA furniture that hasn't been put together yet, so I spent yeah. a big part of my day putting furniture together and it kind of worked out i would have loved to have gone to the parks but it was just too darn hot so that sunblock thing is definitely a plus and i hate i hate sunblock i honestly hate i i wear those columbia long sleeves now uh because i just hate wearing sunblock it's sticky i hate it so i just i i wear that everywhere and i'm a floridian i just wear those long sleeves and i go in the water i really don't care what are you gonna say you know it is what it is but also, one of the things I like about the night is that I'm walking through the water park and I'm not like 
getting third degree burn on my foot. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is the worst feeling about a water park. Well, actually. And I don't have to wear water shoes. Actually, I will say that the Blizzard Beach and the Typhoon Lagoon do it right. If you are walking barefoot during the day through them, you are you're not actually gunning those burns. Uh, they have all of these like sprayers spraying the floor with water, so yeah. they've thought of that over there. And I've the few times that I have done that park during the day, and I was barefoot all day, and it, it just does, it never was an issue. Whereas Splish Splash in Long Island, yeah, I did almost get third degree burns once. So yeah, it's just like Rapids Water Park down here in South Florida. You're just gonna get like burnt alive. And it's like you you can walk around the park at night. Yeah, you don't really dry off because when it's when it's hot outside you dry off. But you know you're at the water park. You really don't want to dry off. And who wants to hold flip flops down down a slide? No, I don't want to hold. No, I definitely don't. Yeah, it gets annoying. And I don't want to leave them by the entrance of the slide. Yeah. But I I think like overall I haven't done a special ticketed event at Disney before. Um, I mean, we've only been annual pass holders for, I think, five years now. Uh, this is the first special ticketed event I have done, and so far, it's my favorite one. To say that, it's, I mean, one out of one. <laughs> it's a 10 out of 10, so. I mean, but I don't see myself buying, uh, like, a $100 special ticket event. If they were all priced like this, I would buy them. But this is, like, such a good price for what you're paying for, because. So would you do it again? Getting, I would definitely every summer. Okay. I, we already discussed this. Every single summer, I would definitely do this again. Uh, I would not buy a regular water park ticket. I would just buy H two O Glow every single time. Cool. Did I you, think it's I, I think it's so worth it. Did you take advantage of any of the character meet and greets? We did Bo Peep okay. annual pass. That uh, that is the annual pass greet. thing that they have. Yeah, uh, that's the only one that we did. Okay. Uh, we did like the. Uh, what else did we do? We ate the specialty food. We had the, I had the brisket. It was, you know, it's theme park brisket. It was okay. Uh, the wife had a vegetarian picadillo with uh, rice. It was, it was actually really good. Um, also had the specialty beverages. Very good bars over at Typhoon Lagoon. They, they do have really good bars. Their Joffrey's sells those homemade donuts that look amazing yes they are they are you didn't get a chance to try them i did not get oh, a chance to try the yeah, mini was, donuts are great i missed out on them because i was like i, I was like I'm, I, I gotta do this slide and i gotta do this slide and i walked past the joffrey's and i'm like oh i should get an espresso and uh and some donuts and then i was like no no, no more slides uh wave pool and they come with a whole bunch of dipping sauces. They have like a, they have a dark oh. chocolate. They have a strawberry. They have a white chocolate, and I think a, ca- a caramel. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing! Uh, and with, with with a Joffrey's double espresso, that sounds really good. A side note for that, uh, I uh, actually drove uh, afterwards. My buddy, uh, we finished H two O Glow. And then we drove about an hour and a half north to Donut King that makes all the donuts for Joffrey's and also supplies the big boy donuts over in Springfield, USA at uh, oh, Universal. Yes. So that was how we en- that's how, that was how we ended our night. They also Let do me... burgers like it was like a sack like uh, White Castles over there. They do their own over there. Let it me tell awesome. you that 
the big donuts at Joffrey's and the big one from Universal are such underrated snacks at Disney World. Yeah. I, I, I love them. And it's funny. They come from this really small little hut type uh, store that by the time we got there, all they would do, they would just, it was just like a factory setting in the back. They were just pump, pumping out donuts and they would all go into the theme parks the next day. Do they make the, the Mickey shaped ones, the new Mickey shaped ones? I've never seen Mickey-shaped donuts yet. Where where are they? Because I think they have uh, my... I don't know where they sell them. My mother-in-law just shows up with like this huge box with a Mickey-shaped big donut. I think it was for the birthday celebration. You know what? I actually... I think I have seen... It's it's like it's like three in one and like they're... It's yeah, like, it's like white with, with like sprinkles on it. Yes, and then... There's holes in the ears and holes in the middle of the... Yeah. yeah, I have seen it. You know what? It's not going to surprise me because they make... It wouldn't surprise me if Donut King is making them too. Because those are... Man, those are good donuts. Those are some good donuts. Uh, but yeah, the... And there's two Joffreys in Typhoon Lagoon. Two Joffrey stands. You have the donut stand and you have the actual coffee stand. So... There's tons of food options in Typhoon Lagoon. Uh, overall, I think H2O Glow for me personally, uh, it's a must do. You, if you, especially now that I have Silver Pass that I went down, I'll go back in the summer with my DVC points, stay like two nights, and just do like H2O Glow. That's a definitely like a, a good idea. Yeah, it's a, it's so much fun, and the party's fun. It's just it's a cool atmosphere. And as for a second, you like look up and you're like, "Am I at a rave right now?" <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I was like, "What's going on here?" And then all of a sudden, you see children like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, and the kids are like doing like the floss or like Fortnite dances, and I was like, "No, I'm not at a rave." <laughs> and then they got like the, t- the 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 childless millennials taking Instagram pictures. And then of course, let's let's not forget the uh, single mother who is uh, trying to get a pretzel, who's flipping out that there's uh, people without children over there. <laughs> she was probably she was probably talking about me. Yeah, or me. Yeah, who knows? Actually, she was She's talking a... about a woman, but she'd uh, love it might me. Have been my wife. Yeah, she'd love me. So, so you think uh, think we covered everything on H two O go there? Yeah, most definitely. I, I give it, if we had a score of 10 out of 10, i give it like an 8.6. You know what? I would give it that too. As a matter of I fact. Can't, can't, go t- yeah, can't go 10. No. Can never go 10, but. Uh, 8.6 for sure. That's that's fine with me on that one. I actually used it as an introduction to Disney. I had a friend visit me last year and I took her to that. Uh, that was her first Disney park ever. So, next day we went to Epcot for a day, and then we did uh, Disney After Hours so that she can experience oh, the Magic yeah. Kingdom. So, she got to do a lot in a very short period oh, of time. so worth it. Yeah. So worth it. And let me tell you about Typhoon Lagoon really quick before we move on to the next special event. Typhoon Lagoon has to be one of the best themed parks it's not a theme park because water parks are not theme parks. It's one of the best themed water parks that I have seen. It is so well themed. 
I, I mean, I have not been to Volcano Bay, but I've seen videos of Volcano Bay and like the slides don't fit into the theming. This one, everything ties in so well. I, I really love like the theming here. What do you think of that wave pool? Oh my God, it's amazing. I my, my abs are still sore from swimming back and forth trying to like surf on waves. I was getting hit in the face left mm-hmm. and right by these huge waves. Is it, It's got to be what, like the... At one point, it was like the biggest wave pool in America or something like that? Yes. It's no Does longer. it still have that record other than that one that like hurt people in like... What was it? Like uh, Malaysia or something that just happened on Twitter? I haven't heard of that one, actually. On, on Twitter, something just happened like this week that... Uh, like the ride operator on on one of these wave pools cranked it up all the way and it hurt a bunch of people like it caused like a typhoon i want kind of crazy i want to say given typhoon lagoon's age that uh it's no longer the biggest wave pool oh it can't be considering all these other ones that have probably come out since then but yeah i'm def i'm gonna have to go with no on that one it's it's intense it's intense though it, it is and I like that it's consistent. It's not like uh, like our local rapids. It's like the waves are just choppy. It's just choppy water. This yeah. one's just like big wave, big wave, you know? I like that. So do I. All right, so. I This week I got to experience uh, the NBA experience. A uh, buddy of mine who's a cast member was nice enough to uh, take me along with him as he got to um, experience it and uh, you know there's been, there have been people that have been ripping this thing apart and uh, here's my thing do I prefer Disney Quest over this? Yes I do Disney Quest was old it was dated I kind of would prefer a newer Disney Quest and just a whole revamped Disney Quest over to this. But with that said, I have to say I was most impressed with the NBA experience. And I'm one of the least athletic people out there. I came from a family of jocks. And for some reason, when it came to athletic ability, I crawled out of the shallow end of the gene pool. I am the anomaly of the males of my family in that way. That's actually one of the reasons why it was important for me to actually run a marathon because it was the one athletic thing that none of the other males in my family did. So I needed to have something on, I needed to have something on them. Hey, that's, that's a pretty athletic feat. Let me tell you. Yeah. Well, you know, it took me over seven hours, so it was, it was at a snail's pace. So, but it might, eh? you finished. This Some people true. don't even start mile one. This is true. Three times. But I digress. Exactly. Yeah. So Drop there... the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a couple things to this. Uh, on the first floor is more of the is more of an exhibit type uh, experience. There are two movies about maybe each of each of them is about maybe seven and a half minutes long. One of them was produced by Disney. One of them is produced by uh, ESPN. And the first one is about a, a girl who's trying to make her own her, make her basketball team, and she's you see her starting off, and she's trying to um, 
just take some, just take uh, free throw shots in her um, in her front yard and in the driveway, and she's not hitting any of them, and she's getting really upset. And her father comes home and uh, just consoles her because she's just getting all down on herself, and he takes her to an Orlando Magic game, and it is uh, they basically chronicle the time before the before the game all of the uh, fan interaction before the game all the way up to the end of the game and she's inspired to go back and train more and at the end obviously she makes the team so in true disney happily ever after uh, fashion and the other the other uh, movie is a really gripping is a really gripping one that I uh, did not expect to be uh, hit with. I thought it was just going to be something about the NBA. And actually, it was a personal story about uh, NBA player Drew Holiday and how his wife, who was also an athlete, uh, ended up having a um, major brain tumor during her pregnancy and how he was left to uh, really decide what was more important and having to actually put basketball on on the back burner and raise his daughter while she was um while while she was her his wife sorry while his wife was recovering and having brain surgery and then how when she started to recover when he was able to get back to basketball how it just everything became full circle for them and everything and how as much as he loves the game of ba- basketball, it's secondary in his life to his family. I tell you, at the end of this uh, movie, you got to walk out with tissues because it's absolute. It's an absolutely beautiful, touching story. With that said, I said to my friend, you know, as great as that was, does that have any bearing with anything over here? Yeah, it's about it's a story about a basketball player, but it had no other connection to anything else in the NBA experience. So I was a I was a bit perplexed as to why Disney chose to include that as one of their features of this uh, entertainment complex. Do you know which one? Who produced which one? Uh. ESPN produced the uh, Drew Holiday story. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It it really shocked me in that. Uh, like, man, that's, yeah, that's very, very strange. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it, it's a cool story. Like, uh, or maybe they're going to use that as like a, a rotating theater for like different player stories. Maybe. You know, it, it's something that like, if they were like going to be giving like a like lifetime achievement award or something at the ESPYS, it was one of mm-hmm. those type of one of those type of vignette movies. Okay, but that's interesting. Yeah, at, I enjoyed it. I I said that I said to the uh, the attendant, I'm like, wow, you guys should actually have tissues out for all the guests as they're walking out of this because I got teary eyed during it. That's rough and all yeah. that, but. It's just as as good as as good a piece of cinematic uh, storytelling that that it was. I'm just not sure that it actually fits within this whole experience because the rest of the down downstairs of this experience is uh, photo opportunities. You have the uh, NBA uh, championship 
trophy replica where okay. you can take a uh, you can take a pic- couple pictures. Uh, ver- uh, it's on the wall that kind of, and it's on an on an arm where you can put uh, push it up and down, and you can take various type of uh, pictures with it where you're posing. Oh, that's, pretty, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you have both the you have both the MVP trophy and the ch- and the team championship trophy, and then upstairs there's another there's a mannequin of the uh, current uh, commissioner of the NBA where you can take a picture of him as if you'd just been drafted. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool. So um, downstairs they also have a replica of uh, various. Uh, Locker rooms within uh, the NBA and the WNBA, and mm-hmm. you can on the screens like there's a inside the locker there's a, there's a screen that you uh, it's a touch screen. You push a couple buttons and it brings up all the teams in both the NBA and the WNBA, and it gives you uh, stats on the team, and then it brings up the team roster. Everybody's picture uh, is shows up. You click on a picture, and it gives everybody's uh, stats for that season and the past seasons. Oh, that's really yep. cool. And do you know what replica lockers they have uh, going on there? I don't. Like actually. what? No. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like Orlando Magic, Miami Heat, like maybe the L.A. Lakers, and actually they were all kind of they were all kind of uh, well. They actually had they actually had them all all throughout i think they had all teams oh that's really cool actually yeah, yeah that's, so that's really interesting because you know why because you have people from all over the country visiting walt disney world so yeah of course yeah. everybody has their favorite team another thing when you when you sign in you actually tap your magic band at a uh, kiosk where you pick a uh, you you pick a uh, nickname and you pick your favorite mm-hmm. you pick your favorite team and then throughout throughout the uh, experience, there are various competitions. Your yeah. nickname will appear on the scoreboard with your score, and a uh, insignia of your favorite team will also pop up. With it, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's very interactive. Yep. Yeah. So downstairs, the only other interactive uh, exhibit that they have is they have a whole bunch of half courts where you're where you're. Uh, have these uh, cameras on you and you can do a whole bunch a whole series of drills and after you're done with the drills they analyze they analyze your performance they analyze your gait they analyze um, the speed as which you came on them and also it's an it's definitely something that uh, athletes will enjoy oh so they put you through like a player's combine yep that's early yeah that's as of like the way you're explaining it sounds really cool so so far yep except for that one video yeah that sounds really depressing upstairs they have a whole bunch of other uh, interactive exhibits where you're definitely going to break a sweat so the first one they have is uh, one where you're it's a full court they have two people on the court at the same time and you're basically just uh, doing free throws there's a spotlight that lines up that just tells you where to go and you just take your free throw from those lines. There's five of them. A uh, little hint on the second one, the where it's uh, where where it's uh, it's underneath two other spotlights. And when the second one comes on, it makes a hidden Mickey. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, 
they also have like at your regular arcades they have those uh, they have those three point those three point shooter uh, games where you're just kind of just throwing the basketball into the little uh, your standard arc- your standard arcade three point game. Yeah, the what is it? Like the shootout or yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for the for the three points, the uh, basket stays stationary. They have two point they have two pointers also, and then the two pointer one. The basket moves back and forth. There, I've seen other ones where it actually turns and goes backwards and spins around and everything while you're while you're trying to shoot. This one, it just goes back and forth at different times. Yeah. So for the two for the two points one, and then they have a whole section of um, all the pillars. Uh, they have uh, monitors on, and people can just uh, play uh, NBA uh, Live 2K. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. I'm saving the best for last. Uh, so they do oh, have this. they do have a uh, trivia game where everybody gets in line. They have about twenty kiosks, and a bunch of NBA trivia comes up on the on the board, and you basically test your knowledge against everybody else, and then they make a note of who won who won the trivia at the end. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of cool too. Yeah. That that's really cool. They have that. They have a dribble clinic where you uh, you you go into another one of these little. Uh, I guess it's 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 almost like a cubicle with a bas- with a quarter basketball court, and you just start dribbling. There'll there'll be a guy on the uh, on the monitor, and they'll show you a couple of dribbling drills and. You do them with him while he's doing them, and they uh, take a whole bunch of uh, photos, and they uh, from there they analyze your accuracy. And that sounds really, really, really cool. Yep. Yeah. Then you can move on to another. You can move on to another room where it's uh, where it's a bunch of uh, quarter courts, and you can uh, basically. Uh, Test your dunk skills. You can basic. You can have your. Uh, you can lower. You can have the court lower all the way to seven feet, all the way up to regulation ten feet. You have three different balls that you can choose from. You can choose from the standard Pop Warner basketball. Uh, you can go for a uh, regulation WNBA ball or um, NBA ball, and you have. Uh, Basically, about maybe two minutes to sh- just shoot around. If you want to, if you want to uh, try to dunk, you can do all sorts of things. The only thing they ask there is uh, no one-on-one and no uh, hanging off the rim. So yeah, figures. And of course, I've, and there's no trampolines on this one. There are no trampolines on this one. This one is a regular. This is a regular wood court. And okay. There's about there's about maybe ten ten or ten of them or so. Just. Yeah. One next to the other, picture like a row of batting cages, and just picture just Sweet, yeah. instead of instead of batting cages, it's uh, it's just a bunch of half courts, yeah, it's quarter a bunch courts, of half court, yeah. Court. So yeah, that's awesome, yeah. yeah. And I then mean, I, I'm not dunking on a ten foot rim anytime exactly. soon. Exactly. Though. Well, you can can you picture me trying to dunk on a seven foot one? And it still it still was a joke, but you know you, you had to try it. Right. And all that. Or down to five feet where I could just stand and put the ball <laughs> in the hoop over yeah. and over again. 
What I was doing is the, while I was doing it. Yeah, while I was doing it, my friend was controlling the my my friend was controlling the uh, the controls rise, making it rise, making it fall, and everything. And then I did it for him. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. No, just put you know the the basketball hoops, the Nerf basketball hoops yeah. that you put on the door. Mm-hmm. Can I put that like <laughs> at height? <laughs> I missed those things. That was like one of my favorite childhood toys. I love those things because I used to like play on my knees or or whatever and pretend I was like NBA star. <laughs> but I, it sounds like I can pretend I'm an NBA star here. Yes, yes, you can. The only thing remember is there are people watching you. So if you do want if you do want to show off, just make sure that you uh, have the skills to back it up. Yeah, well, you know what? There's people watching me at Epcot. This is true. And I haven't cared yet. This is true. And actually, that's going to bring me to my final assessment of this place. My two hands-down favorite experiences over here was, one, you make the call where you're seated at a bunch of computers. And on the huge screen above you, like a Diamond Vision type thing, they show you, they show you a play. And then you're asked if the referee made the right call. And then on your computer screen, you have four different cam- cam- camera angles. You can watch the call from, you can watch the play from each angle. You can zoom in, you can zoom out on it. And then you have to, you have to either uphold or overturn the uh, ref's uh, calling on it. Okay, that is really cool. Yes. That sounds awesome. Now, because that doesn't make me want to like grab an oxygen mask. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one is that one's a nice little break from it. Uh, because also, like, it's good for like all those people that watch basketball. Like, especially down here when the Heat were like kind of a big deal. Uh, I remember everybody was a referee. It's like, oh, you missed a call. You missed a call. Now you can go back and like pretend that you like, you know, see if you can actually make the call. Yes. Now, I actually want to expand on that one after I finish with my full uh, review as far as what goes on. Yeah, of course. But uh, I actually have a little bit more to say on that one after. Okay. My hands down favorite part of the NBA experience is they have this shooting game where you uh, are given... There's a whole bunch of balls. They have about 15 stations. And you have about three minutes. And okay. you get to you get to uh, load slingshots with these uh, plush bo- these plush basketballs. And you the only and you have to basically try to make as many uh, baskets as you can. You can shoot at any basket, oh. but you can only do it with slingshots. That is so cool. And you get points for every single one? Anyone you... Now, here's the thing. I ended up with 15 points. I only got one in. A couple of them hit... A couple of them hit the rim. Hit the, you know, it's like... And then a couple of them... I think if you actually hit the backboard in a certain spot, they give you the points, even if it goes in or not. I don't know... Yeah, it might be like a target thing. Yeah, it might be that one. So, I finished with... I finished with 15 points. Uh... This is another one where the winner gets uh, all of a sudden they'll call out, okay, winner will be spotlighted, and then it goes dark, and then the winner gets spotlighted, and they make a big deal out of it. They they play they party. That's Everybody so gives them a round of applause. The winner on mine uh, got, uh, I believe, like forty four points. 
something like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. I mean, I was getting on my knees trying to shoot it and everything. Trying like I was trying all sorts of different angles to kind of shoot at. Uh, very all there's usually one basket in front of you, and then you can go for any of the oh. other ones. But that was real. That was really fun. It had it had the biggest line to it. I bet, yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much the NBA experience. It's a lot smaller than Disney Quest because. Uh, the first floor, half of it is the NBA experience, half of it is the NBA store. Uh, and uh, a restaurant. Okay, the restaurant isn't open rest- yet. No, but the restaurant's coming yeah. in. And uh, fun fact about the restaurant, it's a chain restaurant. We have two of them down here. Oh, man. Yeah, it's not a Disney restaurant. It's a city work. Actually, a good, a nice little, like, like if you like craft beer and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little restaurant. It's going to be a good addition to Disney Springs, especially the west side. Now, what surprised me is uh, I thought this was going to be something that's that's uh, basically uh, independent. This is actually a Disney-run mm-hmm. uh, facility. All of the all the people that work there have Disney name tags. They're all Disney. Okay. They're all Disney cast members, actually. Wow, so that's pretty cool. That I wasn't actually expecting. So. Just a little fun fact with that. Now, here's the thing. Given that I am not that athletic, out of, you know, I'm a casual basketball fan, to say the least. Correct. With that said, I had fun. Yeah. This thing for me had no repeatability, though. Oh, Personally, that's for rough. me, I have no reason to ever go back. Would I pay to go here? No, but again, that's because of my background in terms of that. A anybody who is a basketball player, you know, you have young kids that are on a basketball team, they are going that and really enjoy it, they are going to be in paradise over here. So What's the what's the price point on this? They haven't I, I don't know yet. Let me see if I can look it up. Uh, while you if, while you're doing that, can you look it up while I continue talking about it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got yeah. you. Uh, Disney's. So, my thing with this also is Mike brought up a point beforehand. Uh, would Mike, would you uh, share your review that you said before we started? Uh, Thirty-four dollars is the price, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if I would actually do that. So, yeah, maybe that's... one time as a novelty, but then after that, I don't, I don't think I would return. That's that's rough. That's a rough price. Yeah. Okay, so what I was telling Dave earlier is that Disney owns the biggest sports network. Right. Well, eh, eh, debatable. Biggest sports network ever. ESPN. You could have, you have a total miss opportunity here. Why are we only focusing on the NBA? You could have done every single sport. Because, look, I'm I'm a former athlete. I played baseball in high school. I played a little baseball in college. Um, NBA is popular right now, but you could have done soccer. You could have done baseball. You could have done. Uh, basketball, hockey, football. Because the thing is, is that who doesn't want to relive like the greatest moments in like 
soccer, kicking a goal, or maybe uh, hitting a home run, or scoring a uh, doing a shootout in hockey, or uh, football. Maybe like do even kicking a field goal. Yeah. Not a lot of people could get to kick a field goal. Exactly. How cool? How cool would have that been? And you know, this is basically this is basically every type of fan fest at any type of all star game. Mm-hmm. And you are you absolutely just right. Combined them all. And you could have just combined every single one of them. Exactly. You could have had. And maybe, you could have done like a. You could have done build two, like two of each. You know, something two from the NBA, yeah. two from the NFL, stuff like that, and just you know. Yeah, and you could have done like like uh, create like a, a virtual baseball thing where you get to hit in any, like any like field, like Fenway Park or Wrigley. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. And then like or do like a, a golf even a golf thing yeah where you know you get to hit on on augusta or do a, a hockey thing where you you do these virtual stadiums and stuff where you get to like score a goal and you hear the people chanting i think like you have the technology we've seen the void we've seen the void for 34 dollars per person i think you could have done it yeah you have you had the space i totally you agree you don't have. You didn't need City Works. You didn't need that restaurant. To be honest with you, as good as that restaurant is, you don't need it. Uh, you had the space. The stadium looks cool. I heard the outside looks awesome. It's still really it, not done. It's not done yet, but I heard like it's gonna fit the West Side kind of feel, like the downtown area, like the arena mm-hmm. kind of look. Um, I know they were trying to go for it, but it just. It's not, it's I not looked at it. Yet. I looked at it and basically just said, "This is a this is a flying saucer that never got off the ground." Because even then, like you could have worked in like their vacation. Because this is eventually going to go into those vacation packages. I just I Remember? figured what it was gonna what they were gonna do was put it on like the water park fun and more mm-hmm. thing. This is gonna go the way of dis uh, down uh, Disney Quest. Because the NBA right now is popular, right? In the 90s, baseball was popular with Maguire and all that stuff. Right now is the NBA. One day it's going to be soccer, and then one day it's going to be this. Every sport has its time. You could have just done every sport and knocked it out of the building. You know? Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. You could have done a, like, I'm thinking about it, you could have done a tunnel. And be like, how fast are you compared to Usain Bolt? How fast are you compared to Julian Edelman from the Patriots? Like, that would have been so cool. Like, laser, like, running thing. I don't know. It's just, I, I think, like, you, you missed such a big opportunity. You know? Yeah. I think the NBA just threw money, like, because the NBA experience used to be at uh, CityWalk in Universal. Uh, there used to be a, well, it wasn't an NBA experience. It was an NBA restaurant, and outside the NBA restaurant, they had one hoop, and you they did used to do three point contest, and that's it. Uh, and it was an NBA restaurant, and it closed down to build Toothsome's, which is the chocolate uh, restaurant, correct? Yes, which is not that good either. Uh, that's what I heard. It's expensive yep. too. So I guess NBA was like, we need somewhere to go. And let's go to Disney. So I think that's what happened. Well, the next one that's gone is uh, Bongo. So we'll see what happens there. This is true. 
Now, here's the thing. I walked into the NBA experience trying to keep an open mind, but kind of feeling like there was nothing in this for me. Did I have a good time? Yes, I did have a good time. With that yeah. said, I went on a free ticket. Of course. You know? So you go in with a different mindset. Yeah. It's, I Should people see it? I think it's worth visiting only once to just yeah. figure it out. You know, if you enjoy it and you want to go back, fine. You know, that one time you go, you might ha- you, you're probably going to have a good time. I mean, me who really isn't that athletic, I still had a good time. It's like those trampoline places. You go once, you have a good time, and you're like, okay. You go the second time, and you're like, okay, why did I come back? Yeah. I mean, I never got to go to Disney Quest. I never did. And I've been going to downtown Disney since I was a really little kid. And I remember when Disney Quest had the the virtual reality roller coaster outside of Disney Quest. I don't know if you remember that. No, but by that point, I was, it was by the time I only I only went once and it was inside. Okay, so, so like, well, they had the display out. I don't think it was actually rideable outside, but it, the display was outside, and I was like, oh my god, I really want to go to this place, and I never got to go. As a kid, and I, I remember when we booked our first vacation, me and my wife, uh, we get we got a free ticket. We just never had time to go. We just we didn't have the chance to go. And um, I would love to go inside and see this building, just because, like the same reason I go to the Wonders of Life Pavilion every single food and wine festival, because I like to see the old stuff. But I don't know if I would pay thirty four dollars for this. I really don't. Yeah, I, that's that's my I like, issue. And I like and I like basketball. I like basketball. I enjoy it. So I, oh, it's rough. That's a rough price. Yeah. Ugh. But you will have a good time if you do go. Oh, that's I know. I only... know. I have a good time. That's the thing. For me, look at it, this... it's a one and done though. Because I see thirty-four dollars. Oh, that's not that bad. But then I think about it. It's like thirty-four for me, and then my wife. That's seventy dollars. Yeah, that's seventy dollars. And well, that doesn't say uh, annual pass or anything like that as of yet. And it says one day NBA experience. Do you think they're gonna do like a season pass or a three day? Because it says one day, like they're adding on days. I don't know if I don't know if it has any returnability. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, a three-day ticket to the NBA experience, like, you know. Uh, so, uh, uh, for ages three to nine, for those of that are of you that are wondering, are twenty-nine dollars. Even that's deep. That's really steep. You know what? Twenty-five dollars for adults, maybe nineteen dollars for kids. I could see. I know. I know. I do a Disney podcast. How much was was Disney Quest? If you don't mind me asking, I mean, I know it's not a personal question, but I don't know why I said that. But you see, the the time I went with went to Disney Quest, I had a uh, park, I had a park hopper, water parks, and more tickets. So, oh, it gave the, me, my my, uh, it was part my, of the Magic Your Way tickets. Yeah, yeah. So you could either I get into Disney, to... you can get into Disney Quest one night, you can get in, you can go to mini golf, mini golf. You can do uh, you. You were able to go. Uh, to ESPN, Wide World of Sports, to do something, whatever was off there. 
or go to normally nothing. Yeah, uh, you can get into the. You can do like nine holes on one of the golf courses, and then it was either that or a day at Typhoon Lagoon or a day at. Uh, do they still do Blizzard those Beach. packages? Uh, well, they have like the plus. They have the water parks, one water parks and more things still. So the add-on, yeah. though. Yeah, because I had that for my first ever package, and uh, they gave us. They send you that little booklet with like all the little coupon things, mm-hmm. and I remember it was like Disney Quest and then like golf, and I was like, I, I'm only here for four days. I'm not gonna go play golf. I mean, you have like you ha- let's say you have four days. You have four entitlements, so you can go to Disney. You were able to go to Disney Quest once, and then you were able to go to Typhoon yeah. Lagoon once. You were able to go to Blizzard Beach once. Yeah, I mean, so you're a local, and you got to go for free. If you were going as a one-time vacation, this would be very, very low on the priority. Okay. That answers my question. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, but then I don't, again, I don't... I'm not that big of an NBA fan. So if you are, that's going to shoot up ex- uh, exponentially. Yeah. If, you're, if your kid is walking around with like a, a Steph Curry jersey every single day, then definitely do it. Yeah. I, I, I never, you know. I never tell people don't do something if you love it. Like, oh, spend your time in the parks. You don't have to go to Disney to spend your time in the parks. There's so many things to do. Uh, but if you love the NBA, that's definitely something to do. But I don't know. I can't. I, 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 I'm baffled by that price. For what you told me, I mean, it sounds really cool, but like 34 I was expecting like $25. Yeah. I mean, I have... I have cast member friends that said the only way they would go again is if cast members get in for free they might they might they might get to that point with that the other thing that I was actually surprised but now granted they have the NBA store right next door that you can actually access right from Uh, Disney uh, Disney Springs yeah yeah I saw that but with last time we were there I I didn't walk in but we walked past Mm -hmm. it but what surprised me is that there's no spot in the actual experience itself set aside just for merch for the actual experience. Like, you know, like, you know, let me buy a, you know, I, if I collect Disney pins, let me buy a, let me buy a pin over there or stuff and something like that, you know? That is, yeah, that's kind of crazy. That, that was surprising. And of, of course, the uh, pictures that you can take, they're connected to Memory Maker. That's pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So that'll be a that'll be a photo pass service. That's so. good. Yeah. No. No. That, I mean, it all sounds really cool, and it, it sounds like a. I, I will end up doing it. I really will. Um. I'll end up paying the price and then doing it, and then being like, okay, I will never do this again. Uh, but I I'll end up doing it because it does sound really fun. It sounds like a good time. And that's that's my only fear with this place. I mean, what if they have that where it's okay? People come in, but then they're not returning. You know, then what? I, yeah, and then I look at like it's such a big area of real estate. 
It's so big. And like Disney Quest the last couple years was like a ghost town. And you know what? I don't understand that either because, you know, growing up, the whole idea of Disney Quest was that they were going to be able to take it all over the country and have virtual Disney parks. Yeah. Now, someone like me who wanted to go to Disney all, all his life, mm-hmm. as a child, there was, wasn't money to go to Disney World. It, there, everything, right. Other things happened, and a family of four flying over there and... You know the hotels, the tickets. It just was not in my parent in my parents' wheelhouse at that time. They always wanted to take us, but they just couldn't afford it. When I heard about Disney Quest and the idea that was going to be coming to all Disney Quest was supposed to come to Times Square when Disney basically yeah. bought Times Square and and did a huge overhaul, got rid of all the uh, bad ele- elements that Times Square was known for. And completely turned it into an entertainment complex, which it still is to this to this day. Disney Quest was going to be coming there, and they had Disney Quest in downtown Disney, which is present day Disney Springs, and then there was one in Chicago. And the one in Chicago failed miserably, and they didn't do any other ones. I never understood why it failed. I would have loved to have had a, you know, I can't go to the actual park to be able to go to a virtual reality Disney park. I mean, because I went to Disney Quest. Yeah. They had a virtual reality Jungle Cruise. They had a Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean uh, 3D 3D type dark ride that was really fun with a bunch of skulls flying around and everything. Uh the Buzz Lightyear. It was a Buzz Lightyear game. The thing what I didn't like about the Buzz Lightyear game, well was that if you were solo and the night I went I was solo I was meeting I was meeting people later on in uh, Florida and they were going to be coming like a day or so later the night I went over there I was online and I realized I had no I had no partner because with the Buzz Lightyear ride there's somebody that there's there's it took two people so I kind of yep. felt I was alienated out of that one but there were so many things about that. They had a virtual space mountain. Uh, they could have put. They put the sum of all thrills that was uh, in uh, Epcot. They had Which something is still like there. That. If you look for oh, it, oh really? It's still in Epcot. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you if you look hard enough, you can find uh, it. The Kuka Arm is still somewhere back there. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved, as a child, I would have loved to have had this in my backyard. I never understood why it never kind of took off like they were hoping it would. I, that, and it never hit me why they started off at Disney Springs, at Downtown Disney. Um, they took the failure of Chicago as like, they took it too hard, I think. I think in Times Square it would have done fine. I really do, and I I think Times Square and I think I think they had one planned for like Texas, if I'm not mistaken. I I, I was I was watching a, a YouTube video on this like maybe like a month ago. Um, they had one planned for like Texas, and I even think Miami was like slated for one too. I mean, it makes sense. Why would you put a virtual Disney park in Disney World when you can actually just go to an actual Disney park? It yeah, makes so perfect sense. Me, I, 
I have to pay to get down there, and then I have to pay to get to these theme parks, and then I have to pay to get to this virtual theme park. You know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I heard, like, the locals really loved uh, Disney Quest. I never went, so I can't be the judge on Disney Quest. I really can't. So I really can't tell you whether I loved it or not, and I'm a local. I heard the people of Orlando, like the kids, they loved it. That's a shame, especially a shame. especially with Wreck It Ralph coming. Wreck It Ralph, they could have done so much stuff. Over um. There. Okay, that brings me on to another point. Why not uh, this this whole building just do the void? Move the void to this building and do more void experiences. You know, I never even thought of that, but that that's brilliant. It's never going to happen. Because, oh, it won't. Unless because, the NBA experience bombs. Oh, I I think it, uh, from what you're from what you told me how the experience it sounds really cool. And the price I think what's going to happen, you're going to get like, what's going to happen is like in the summer when you have all these tournaments at ESPN, it's going to get really popular and it's going to do really well. But like during like fall and stuff, when there's no tournaments, it's not going to do well. I don't know. It's, it's a one-time thing. I think a lot of people are going to do it once and be like, wow, that was really cool. You know, it's rough. I think what they can really do if they really wanted to like, make some more money on the all-star resorts especially at all-star sports you know if they offered like a package where at all-star pa- yeah all-star sports you get to stay and you also get to go to the nba experience they might be able to make some more money that way yeah, or lo- just lower the price yeah. just lower the price i mean if from what you're telling me there's what like six different events that you could do yeah can you do? Can you repeat them? Can you just keep on doing you can, them? You can keep on doing them, but obviously you have to uh, deal with the lines. You know, it's and how are the lines for being a, a cast member event? Uh, the most I wait. The most I waited was ten minutes for ten minutes for the uh, slingshots because it was popular. Okay. How long did you wait at Dis- uh, Disney Quest when you went? Uh. That I can't really. That I can't really answer. That was that was like 2010. I went. Yeah, I mean Disney Quest didn't have really long lines. There were from what from what people told me, like maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah, about that. Maybe for the virtual reality roller coaster, it was like a little bit longer wait. But if you're talking like a five minute wait for everything maybe I can justify $35 per person the thing is is that they're going to get people to go because locals down here from South Florida that don't go to the parks that just go to Disney Springs to shop will do it they'll go you know and Basketball in South Florida is super popular for some reason because of the, well, because of the Miami Heat. So they'll go. They'll, it, it, it'll do well for the first like two years. And we'll see what happens after that. If the Orlando Magic do well, it'll do well. <laughs> well, I wish them luck. I mean, I guess yeah, they can I do a so lot too. of cross uh, promotion with the Magic. 
They could. They could. You know? oh, they could. There's so many missed opportunities here. I'm sure they can have like, they can have like a whole bunch of events with the, with the magic. <laughs> I'm just waiting for this whole West Side revamp. It's just like you walk through all of Disney Springs and you're like, wow, man, Disney Springs really looks great. And then you walk through the West Side and you're like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> well, as long as they don't you touch know. my House of Blues. I love House of Blues, man. Three fifty for a beer during happy yeah. hour. House of Blues. But the thing is, House of Blues looks good. Everything else looks bad. Yeah. You know? I mean, House I am looking Blues. forward to the new Cirque that comes out. Yeah. But that's another thing that's like, man, Cirque should really... Are they going to collab with Disney? I think they are. Okay, thank God. Okay, because I was about to say, if they're not going to collab with Disney, then if they're just going to do a regular... You see, I, I loved Lanuba. I saw it a few times. That's what I heard. I heard Lanuba was fantastic. I, I, re I really enjoyed it, but... I, but I think it, it, it was a little long. In the, like, it was running really well, long. Well, for me, before I became a Disney junkie, well, that, I, turned, I turned 30 and I became a Disney guy. Beforehand, yeah. all of my traveling was for crazy Vegas trips. In my twenties, yeah, of course. And Cirque was just a regular staple on those trips and everything. And then I turned thirty and I tra traded in all my Players Club cards for an annual passes. Yeah, how how cool would it be if it was just a rotating Cirque show and they did like all the different Cirques, like O and Ka, and then like Love. That would be really cool. They would have. Okay, the only no, I mean uh, logistics, logistically that, that work out. they could they could do certain they can do certain ones like the, the traveling shows if they wanted to just make it like a traveling they that can do there. it. Ka definitely cannot def definitely could never come there with that. Now if they were to bring Ka over to if they were to actually bring Ka over to uh, Disney Springs, that would, would be amazing it. because you know it's it's a really gripping story. It's told in yeah. a, it's told in a way that. Disney storytelling at its best in that way. I think it would fit that's really only, well. That's the only Cirque show that I've ever seen. And that's the one at the MGM Grand. Yes, Grimm, yes. Yeah. And right there. Uh, I stayed there, too. Yep. That was fantastic. And right there. If the, wouldn't that show work well in Disney World? The, the, oh, yeah. The, Call was insane. Yeah. The majesty of it, the pageantry, the the wonder. Yeah. You know, you watch that sh you watch that show in complete awe. That's just like a Disney magical moment waiting to happen. Now, I I talked about it with a couple people. I was like, man, what if forgets like Cirque's great, Cirque's amazing, but what if instead of Cirque you do rotating Broadway Disney? That's another thing. Yeah. Wow. You know, you just rotate Broadway Disney in and out. Like, okay, this month we're doing all Lion King. This month we're doing all Aladdin. We're doing all this. I mean, you could take some breaks and do maybe some local, like, plays or stuff like that. Uh, but just do the, the... You have so many Disney Broadways. And people will go. The locals will go. I think the only uh, issue with that is you would have opp opposition from local government because of the... The new uh, Dr. Phillips Center. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, you know, government stuff and po yeah. politics and stuff. Money talks, I mean, you I know just, what walks. I, I, I think, like, 
that would be just so cool and it would fit perfectly yeah i totally agree with you if you told me like oh lion king is going to disney springs and it's going to miami like if it was like those two choices i'd go see it at disney springs anytime if it was the same price Mm -hmm. because i'll go to like jock Lindsay's before grab a drink and then head over to lion king that's just me I could definitely see that I'm excited for a new Cirque show I'm really excited for a new Cirque show same year and a new a new bongos oh god I'm so excited for that to leave you don't even understand I don't think I've ever eaten there that's such a bad representation of Cuban food I think that's probably one of the reasons why I never went I think that uh, you probably sold me on never even stepping foot into it do you know like how bad it is that uh like even Gloria Stefan is not even selling merchandise for bongos anymore there. They're selling their new restaurant merchandise there that's gonna be opened in uh Margaritaville. That's how bad it is over there right now. There's because they're they're opening up a new restaurant in uh Margaritaville called uh Estefan's Kitchen. And all the merchandise that said bongos on it got switched to Estefan's Kitchen. So that's how you know bongos is gone. That's gone. Yeah. I mean, then again, bongos, how, like you could tell for anybody that, any of our listeners that have ever gone to bongos, if you go up to that window and you ask for a Cuban coffee and you pay $5, that's not Cuban coffee. Cuban coffee costs a dollar. $5 $5 is a ridiculous price for a Cuban coffee. I will never pay that ever. For that, you go to Joffrey's and get a double espresso. That's it, it's ridiculous. I mean, the West Side, like I said, needs needs the 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 makeover. And and I guess this was like the start, right? NBA was the start. Yes. And I heard Splitsville is going to buy out like Fit to Run and all those those sections and really they're gonna expand and <sighs> splitsville that's another one that i'm just like see i, I like splitsville i like their sushi mm-hmm. have you ever had their yes sushi? i have fantastic yes. i mean you get some gourmet second, food over there second best sushi on property everybody says it's the best sushi on property second best sushi on property california girl has the best sushi on property have you been to kimonos I have n- oh yes I have but I have not eaten sushi okay. there. I haven't eaten the sushi there or been there. I was just wondering as far as places. I've heard I've heard good things about Komodo sushi though. I do want to go there and do karaoke one night. Oh, it's I, I've done it. It's fantastic. Nice. All right, so we're kind of aggressing. So let's just uh, tell everybody where we can be found on the various interwebs. I could be found, for instance, on um, Twitter and on Instagram at Figments Reality. Michael, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, anywhere really, YouTube, uh, at Years of Happiness. That's me and my wife. Uh, if you guys are ever in the parks, uh, me and Dave are there a lot. So hit us up. We'll hang out with you guys. Most definitely. Uh, best bet to uh, do that is hit me up on Instagram. So. Definitely, ladies and gentlemen, or hit us up on Mickey Dudes yes. Instagram too. You can yeah. fit, you can find, and with that, you can find the Mickey Dudes on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find us at Twitter at the Mickey Dudes, 
and you can find us on Facebook by searching the Mickey Dudes. And we want to thank you all for listening to us. We really, we really do love interacting with our listeners. So please engage us on social media. And with that, have a magical day. See ya. exciting episode at the mickey dudes podcast you can find the mickey dudes on facebook at the mickey dudes podcast and on twitter at the mickey dudes if you enjoyed our podcast please share the love on stitcher or itunes thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon